Welcome to the Acupressure Podcast. My name is Russ Johnson. I am a licensed massage therapist and a registered Jin Shindo acupressurist practicing out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. As always, my podcast partner is Steve Summers. Steve is a licensed massage therapist, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and a senior Jin Shindo instructor practicing and teaching out of Brentwood, Tennessee. If you have any questions or comments, show ideas, just to say hi, you can email us at acupressurepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also visit us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash acupod. We have had several people ask us how to best support the podcast. We have decided to set up a Patreon account where you can donate money every month, and that is at Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Acupod. Jin Shindo Acupressure is not intended for the diagnosis, treatment, or cure of disease. It is a relaxation therapy and a useful adjunct to licensed, qualified medical or psychological care. For any persistent pain or symptom, even a seemingly minor one, the listener is strongly encouraged to consult a medical doctor. When used in conjunction with standard medical treatment, the Jin Shindo acupressure technique can assist the healing process by releasing tension, decreasing stress, and encouraging a sense of increased well-being. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Acupressure Podcast. How are you, Steve? I'm doing great. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Acupressure Podcast. Glad to have you listening. How are you today, Russ? I am doing well. Thank you. This is actually our second recording of the intro, because we did one a while back, and it sounded terrible, so we are redoing it. So if you heard that one, this will be a little bit different. And we also really do want to have a podcast that is you are easily able to listen to. So if any of the other podcasts are not easily able to listen to, let us know and we will redo them. Yes, because that's actually why we're redoing this one is uh, a student had told Steve that it didn't sound very good. And I went back and listened to it. I was like, Oh my gosh, he's right. So we're <laughs> here. We are. <laughs> we still appreciate your feedback. Yes. It's very much like having a cell phone with voicemail full. There is no cell phones that I know of that tell you your voicemail is full. Somebody else has to text you and say, hey, your voicemail is full. Get rid of that stuff. That's great. <laughs> what would you say to someone who has not received Jin Shindo um, and is interested? How would you explain to them the process of a Jin Shindo session? That is a great question. I have tried many different ways to describe it. And most recently, I use the phrase body-mind acupressure, uh, which is also trademarked by the Vincendo Foundation, uh, as well as the phrase experiential acupressure, and that seems to help. The words body-mind acupressure seem to describe the process, which is it is acupressure, and we do a still kind of acupressure or a, a slower kind of acupressure. Many people who know anything about acupressure have received shiatsu or twaina or Thai massage. All of those are what are called active modalities. And a jinshindo body-mind acupressure is more of a still modality where there is 
holding of acupressure points for at least 30 seconds and often two or three or four or five minutes. So that's the acupressure part. We use traditional acupressure theory, uh, meridians and strange flows and five elements, and we utilize traditional acupressure points to help bring balance and harmony to the body, mind, and spirit. And the body-mind part is that we are not just treating the physical body. While we are body workers uh, and we are focused on the body, we honor the truth that all of our being is contained in our body and that we believe and understand and have experience that utilizing the acupressure system that is in Jinshindo really affects body, mind, and spirit. Yeah, I had heard once um, someone was talking about traditional Chinese medicine, and they had said that all disease is internally generated, um, and that toxic emotions and toxic thinking creates imbalance. So Jin Shindo sounds like it would uh, fall into that category, too, as, as far as trying to balance that out. That is certainly one of the possibilities. Uh, the creator of Jin Shindo, Iona Tea Garden, uh, is very specific about not inviting people to believe that Jinshindo is a medical treatment uh, or a psychotherapy treatment. And at the same time, uh, the long tradition of acupressure does believe that it is uh, an imbalance in the spirit, an imbalance in the emotions, an imbalance in our environment, uh, and how those emotions and environment and spirit move through us uh, and we are either able to respond to life or not able to respond to life. And when it's stressful or difficult or challenging or intolerable or impossible to respond to the stressors in life, then, uh, then there are imbalances created or tensions created, especially in the body. And the Jinshindo treatment is the goal is to help support the body in returning more to a state of balance, more to a state of being able to respond to the general daily and specific stressors of life. So I had a question from a client last week. She asked, who would Jin Shindo not be for? So all I told her, I said, in my experience, the only negative feedback I got was from one or two people that really enjoy the active work and don't actually like to lay there and listen to their body for 75, 90 minutes. Um, they like to be moved around and like me to, you know, move quickly. And, and that was my only reply to her cause I didn't know of anything else. That's a wonderful reply. That is also my experience. Um, there are a few general contraindications that are much like other body work modalities, which is we wouldn't generally work right over the site of a uh, cancerous tumor. We would not necessarily work with somebody who was recently had an acute injury and was not um, really conscious or uh, had not been checked out by a doctor. There was a lot of questionable things going on. Um, we wouldn't necessarily work on somebody um, who has, uh, I was going to say, a high 
we wouldn't work on someone who's infectious uh, because we wouldn't want to um, transmit the whatever infections they have in any way. Although certainly we can work on someone with a fever if the practitioner feels safe with that. We can work on people with fevers or, uh, and that brings me to the thought that many of the contraindications for other body work forms are not necessarily true for chinchindoe. To continue that conversation, there are simply people who expect in a body work situation to receive active work, just like you said, and they want to be, they want to receive more of a Swedish style massage or a Thai massage or shiatsu where the practitioner is actively working with their body. And sometimes it is difficult for people to be with the stillness. Also, my experience is that um, some people who have a lot of trauma or would perhaps qualify for PTSD or post-traumatic stress disorder or have received physical or sexual abuse, uh, it can be very difficult or challenging to receive very specific work and to pay attention to the work. Uh, and it, it can be distressing. On the other hand, I work with many, many people who would fall into those categories and with enough recovery and enough safety, uh, Chinchindo can be a wonderful modality for restoring and recovering and moving from surviving to thriving or uh, allowing the healing process, body, mind, and spirit. We were just discussing before we started recording how I'm one of those people, like, I, will, I like stuff now. <laughs> and it's really nice to get a Jinchindo session because it's like, okay, I, I'm here for an hour and a half or so, and I'm able to just not worry about getting results right away. Instant gratification, it's, and having someone there with you is, uh, is amazing, too, just to watch the process of a session. It's, it's amazing. I, um, I feel very much the same way. I just had a half an hour session two days ago. Uh, from uh, I had the fortune of being in a community session where we had four practitioners, so we rotated and had three practitioners working on one person for short sessions. And I am consistently amazed at how fruitful and wonderful having these points worked is in my own body. It helps me connect deeply with who I am and helps me connect deeply with the stressors or tension or defenses that I have. And it also provides a space where those can be resolved or uh, recycled or transformed. And even in just a half an hour, I felt regrounded and restored and reconnected to myself. It's a wonderful experience. So um, let me ask you this. If, say, someone wanted to come for a session because their their shoulder hurt, but they don't want any of the, the body-mind techniques, they just want acupressure for a shoulder, is that, would that be beneficial for that person, or, or would you refer to someone else? Um, I will respond to that. Uh, by asking when you say would you, do you mean in general as a practitioner or are you speaking directly to me? Directly to you. Thank you for clarifying that. In my, in my personal practice, I do sometimes get referrals for people whose primary goal is the elimination of pain 
for the restoration of function. And while the work that I do and, and Jinshindo body mind acupressure is really useful for that, it's not the primary goal of my practice. And that's what I tell folks is that the primary goal of my practice is increased awareness and supporting your body, mind, and spirit in coming into harmony and balance. And that often the result of that is that pain decreases or go away, goes away and that there is an increased vitality and an increase in the range of motion, but that that's not my main goal. And so what I tell people is you are welcome to come in and I'd be happy to work on you for one, two, or three sessions so that you can see if the work that I do is uh, helpful and beneficial. Uh, and no one is ever required to, quote, unquote, do body-mind work. There's just an open space. And if the work that you want to receive is just on a physical level, fantastic. Or I would be happy to refer you to uh, people who do have as their primary goal to eliminate pain and increase function. And there are many of those. just met a practitioner the other day who only focuses on shoulder pain and does a combination of clinical activities and is not concerned at all about the emotional or spiritual aspects. And the only concern is treating dysfunction and pain in the shoulder with techniques that will uh, fix or treat or eliminate uh, the pain and increase the function. And so that's a great example of somebody I could refer them to. So I know I say this all the time, um, but part of the reason I really gravitated towards Jin Shindo is you, you can just work on a physical level, but there's also the spiritual and emotional uh, sections as well. And uh, I, I just like that you can work all three of those, or if you needed to just work one, you can, uh, you know, depending on, on the situation or the, the client at the time. Very much so. Uh, I agree with you with that. And our root and our origin is always as body workers. And so uh, somebody who wanted to work on the emotional or spiritual aspects, we could certainly do that even though we don't specialize uh, professionally in those areas, we can certainly support them through the physiological and energetic system in attending to those uh, attending to those places. Well, Steve, do you have any other thoughts for our second introductory podcast? Uh, yes, I do, actually. Thank you for asking. I also wanted to share that our podcast uh, I am a authorized senior teacher of Jinshindo Body Mind Acupressure, and I teach all of the classes that are required to become a registered practitioner, as well as having almost 30 years' experience now, uh, about 27, 28 years of experience in uh, using the work, and I have been a registered practitioner of Jinshindo for 24 or five years now. I mention all that because the podcast is a mixture of much of the information that is wonderful and valuable from Jinshindo and that I teach and also will include some of the insights or knowledge or information 
interested is more from general acupressure theory or general body-mind theory or somatic psychology or many of the other things that uh, are part of the process of being present as a body worker. So I love what we get to do, and I'm delighted to share about it and talk about it with you. And in the show notes on the podcast, uh, you will be able to find all the information you need to get a hold of Steve. Um, and I highly recommend taking any class with him that you can. He's, you're a great teacher. I, I enjoy every single class I get get to take with you. Well, thank you very much. I'm very grateful for that. And I'd be happy to talk to anybody about classes. And I also will thank you, uh, Russ, because without you, none of this would be happening. So you are the driver of these podcasts and make them possible. So thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to the Acupressure Podcast. You can visit us online at facebook.com slash Acupod. If you would like to check out classes that Steve is offering, you can go to www.bodyperspectives.com. If you'd like to check out classes from Debbie Valentine Smith, you can go to bodymindtreasures.com. And to find a Jinshindo teacher or practitioner in your area, you can visit jinshindo.org. Thank you for listening.